you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hey gang, thanks for tuning in to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Back once again to talk about investing, finance, and retirement with Phil Putney. Phil, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great. How about you, Mark? I, you know, we were just chatting before we got started. I'm okay, except for that ridiculously bad NFL refing call against the Lions last night. Uh, yeah, not happy. Yeah, they uh, they have enough challenges on their own. They don't, they they do. don't need, need any uh, assistance from the refs. That's for sure. And, so. and it was just so bad uh, at the time of this podcast taping, folks. This is Tuesday, October the fifteenth. Uh, they played the Packers on Monday Night Football last night. Started out great, and a lot of you probably don't need reminders of this because you're like, yes, I watched it, and I'm mad too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just, you know, I'm just, I'm really getting really, really tired of the un, the uneven officiating that, that is the NFL. And I get it's a hard job, and there's a lot of moving parts, and things are fast and furious, but some of these were just downright bad. Bad calls, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. like beyond bad. Like, they're just like... Just rough. I I have an idea. Like they they changed the rules this past year because of that terrible uh, Saints and Rams play in the playoffs, and they made pass interference reviewable. What I don't understand is why don't they just make any game altering call, anything where like a team, let's say it's a fourth down and they get a penalty and it allows them to get a fresh set of downs or something like that. Make just make those reviewable with a challenge right, format. Right. And if the coach is out of challenges, then he's out of challenges. You know. So you got to have some more strategy, but at least give them the opportunity. So two of those hands to the face calls last night. Their coach of the Lions should have been able to challenge those. Right. And that, that rule's not in place. So just put the stupid thing in place. You know, I don't know. I don't understand. I'm, I'm going to get on my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, how One are you? One of those you? things in life that just isn't fair. It isn't fair, especially against our poor Lions. But how are you, Phil? That, How's things right. going? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, that's good. A little, little tired. We've been, uh, we were out uh, this past weekend at Hollow Weekends in Cedar Point. So oh, it's always a good yeah. time. Good time, but, uh, too many late nights. So. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, cool. Well, hope you guys had fun. Hey, Phil, what's your opinion of the health insurance market uh, right now and how to best address these costs? You know, I want to get into our financial chatter here in a second, but, you know, we've got all these people running, you know, the, what is it, 475 people running for president, uh, and they all have, like, I don't know, it's like sort of a solution, but not really any real solution. I don't know. I mean, health costs, health care costs are just... They're getting out of control. Well, they've been out of control, but they're really getting out of control. To me, the the only way to fix it is you have to get the person that's paying the bill back in the decision seat. I mean, it, you know, back in the day, I mean, I think back at my parents, you know, they didn't even have, have health insurance because they just dealt with the doctor and it was cheaper to pay the doctor direct. Right. You know, so I mean, you knew what the costs were and, and you know, the doctors knew you knew. And I mean, it was it wasn't this game that it's become today where, you know, the procedure's $20,000, but with the insurance company is discounted to this, you know what I mean? It's just all this craziness that it's, it's just getting things way out of control, you know? So somehow we've got to turn the tables back to get the, the responsibility back to the person using the, the services, you know, and right, the payment right. of and, and 
try to get the insurance company out of the middle as much. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a mess, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. And there just doesn't seem to be any real clear front runner of a way to do things. And I, you know, I don't know. It almost seems like a a lot of these guys and and gals are just saying things to say, and, and I don't know that anybody has any real, any real idea how to get it under control. Yeah, I don't think anyone really does. I mean, at the stage that it's at today, there's, um, I don't know what to do, you know, because we've got... I mean, I don't know how hard it would be to revert back prior to Obamacare or not. Like, I don't know if that's the easiest solution, just to revert back a step, kind of like they do with the taxes where they roll them back or whatever. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the challenge there is that you've got a lot of people with healthcare now that couldn't have gotten it before because of pre-existing conditions and what do you, you know, and yeah, that's and I mean, what do you, you know, yeah. you, I don't know, what do you do with people like that? I mean, they need care, Yeah, you know, yeah. so well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough, tough, tough situation, no matter how you, you know, <laughs> well, you, you know, play depending, it out, so. I won't get too like, political. Like any, anyone, you know, there's winners and losers. Yeah, all right. That, so. It's, it's like, it's almost as bad as the NFL refing, you know, situation. That's exactly. <laughs> And I won't get too political. There's no good good solution. Yeah, there's no good solution. I won't get too political, but I'm sure that's why some people would say, well, that's why a socialist setup would work well because everybody blah, blah, blah. But that's, you know, that's a whole other animal because that's a whole funding issue that I think a lot of times people don't really take a step back and look at. uh, Right. Where's that money coming from? You know, I mean, you look at any country that has socialized medicine. We're so much larger than any country. Number one, they're paying significant taxes. Do you think we're paying a lot of taxes? Look at them. Yeah. Secondly, is healthcare is really not that great. I mean, if anyone in those countries that has money, I mean, I think of Canada, I mean, you know, people right. that have money that need a procedure, they're not waiting the 18 months or whatever it is. They're just paying for it out of pocket and coming to the U.S. Yep, exactly. And that, that gets lost a lot of times in the jargon, I think, that goes around out there about uh, some of the socialist countries where healthcare is, uh, you know, is provided, you know, countries like Norway and Finland and these different places. And they're also, their infrastructure is so much smaller than ours. Um, right. You know, exactly. So, yeah. You know, there's a there's much a smaller lot. demographic to deal with. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, these are, these are some constants and that's what I want to talk about this week, Phil, in the podcast. These are some constants that affect us. Obviously healthcare if folks that are checking out our podcast on the regular, you may recall a couple of weeks ago, we talked about variables that shape your retirement plan. Plan. Well, this go around, I want to talk about constants that also can shape your retirement plan. Uh, the variables, you know, there are things that we all, they're variations of the things that we're all going to experience. Well, these are things that affect us all, you know, basically kind of universally across the board. Um, and so I want to talk about that this week. And if you did not check out the podcast or you haven't been subscribed to us yet, and you just now happen to stumble across us or find us in whatever way you did, cool, welcome in. And B, go ahead and sign up and subscribe to the podcast. Doesn't call cost you anything, uh, just subscribe to it on Apple or Google or whatever platform it is that you like to use when consuming podcasts. And you can go to AFSWealthMGT.com. That's Phil's website for AFS Wealth Management, where he is a CPA and a personal financial specialist in the uh, Farmington Hills area. AFS Wealth MGT Management. That's for management. AFS Wealth MGT.com. Click on the podcast page, subscribe to us, and listen to past episodes and all that good kind of stuff. So, Phil, let's talk about some constants. Inflation, obviously, a constant that's going to affect us all. Doesn't matter who you are, what age you are, what your beliefs are, whatever, 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 what NFL team you root for. <laughs> Inflation is going to get you, right? That That's right. Absolutely. I mean, it's. I think it's one of those things that a lot of us have lost sight of because, face it, the last 10 years have been a relatively low inflationary period of time. I mean, if you just look at Social Security by itself, 
I mean, during that time frame, there's been three years, there have been no social security increases, you know, which I mean, that's the, the first time it ever happened was 2010, where there was no increase in social security benefits. So what we're experiencing now is, is not the norm. We're on the bottom side of that norm. Right. So people aren't used to thinking of, of inflation and worrying about it, you know, but the reality is at some point it's going to come back. All these things move in cycles. I mean, interest rates, inflation markets, I mean, everything moves in cycles. And as that comes back, you've got to make sure you're building that into the plan. And then how are you going to battle that inflation? You know, I mean, the biggest challenge is, is somebody with a pension, you know, because unfortunately most pensions are not inflation adjusted. Right. Well, a lot of things really aren't. The, they don't have colas, right? The cost of living right, adjustments. The cost of living yeah. adjustment. Yep. Yeah. I make the bad joke. I made the I make the dad joke that they, they have diet colas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't really do very much. So, yeah. And I mean, and what do you plan for, Phil, when you're doing inflation? Are you trying to shoot for staying with some investments that are uh, at least, you know, 3%, like trying to keep up with inflation, is it 3% the number we're at or is it you shoot for four or what do we do? Yeah, I mean, we're we're using around the 3% mark, um, which is close to what the 20-year the average is. Okay. You know, and, and I mean, the reality is is in a plan, you just have to make sure what is your real return, really? You know, so okay, I mean, gotcha. Whatever the, the return you're projecting and then the difference between that and inflation, that's kind of that real return. So just keep that realistic when you're projecting it out. Okay. Um, that relationship is more important really than what the number is. Yeah. But I mean, it's, yeah, you have to still plan for it and understand what it is. We use, it's around 3%. And I think- And then we bucketize money. We're always looking in our soon bucket. We're not as worried about long-term inflation. So, you know, keeping up with the 2% or so. But the later bucket, we need more long-term growth. So you've got to invest in assets that do tend to grow with inflation. I got you. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And I think a lot of us, I mean, I think all of us understand inflation and we all are aware of it, but it really does get, it seems to be the one that really gets put on the back burner the most that we just don't think about, especially for those, those of us obviously who don't do this every day, you, you know, you're submerged in this and you're thinking about that when you're building plans for people. But I think a lot of DIYers and and so on and so forth, and, and even a lot of planners, sadly, don't really take into account what inflation is going to do to you. And then you got to factor that into the longevity aspect, because if you hit retirement, let's say next year in 2020 and you know, health is good and God willing and all those kinds of things, you might be retired for 30 or 35 years. And you may see that inflation, like let's say it's $5,000 a month is what your cost of, you know, what it's costing you to retire. And like, that's what you're going to spend each month on your uh, various, you know, just wait, you know, things to live on and so on and so forth. Well, that's going to possibly triple, right, Phil, over the course of 30 years. Absolutely. I mean, that's always an interesting piece that I uh, I show clients when we're I mean, doing that, That's planning. shocking. You know, we're we're showing what their their expense number is today, their annual need today, and then with inflation, what that looks like over the next 10, 15, 20 years into the plan. And it's amazing just adding even, you know, 3%, 2.5% inflation, um, what that does to that number over that period of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's really shocking, and I imagine it raises some eyeballs. Well, I know I'm spending more time on this than I want to, but we'll move on. Uh, retirement constants that do affect everybody. Okay, taxes. So we kind of talked about that in the in the variables because you can make taxes a variable situation where hopefully you're trying to maximize and working with a good you know, a good CPA and a good uh, a financial advisor that's going to help you be a tax efficient. But you still are have to realize that you're going to be affected by the potential, the very real potential of increased tax rates in the future. Yeah. I mean, it's again, kind of one of those things that I think we've lost sight of the reality. 
Um, I mean, the reality with taxes are we're in one of the lowest points in history ever for taxes. You know, there, there hasn't been a point in history like this in a long time. In fact, if you look back, some people would be shocked uh, what taxes have been. I mean, there was a point in time that the top tax rate was 97%. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which, I mean, if you look at today, 37 people are thinking, oh, it's crazy. You know, it's almost half my money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a, a point in time that taxes were a lot higher. And I, I think, unfortunately, we're heading the, that direction again. You know, not to say 97% is going to be a number again, but it definitely has got to be higher than what it is today. So, yeah, wasn't it Reagan? I wasn't it didn't I think that was during his acting years yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean there was yeah. in, in his in his autobiography he talks about that time frame and he says he used to make two movies a year. Yeah, cuz the third um, one yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, cuz yeah. I mean it was, you know, by the time he got he made it made 100,000 a movie and by the time he got to the second movie he made 200,000. That's when back then the 97% bracket started. He didn't make anything on a movie after that. And in fact, you know, the 3%, but he didn't even make that because he lived in California. So right, took it right, right. The other 3%. Which, money, so. which clearly affected his uh, his tax strategies when he became president. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So interesting. Okay, so that's another constant that's going to affect us all. Uh, I'm going to hop around a little bit on our list here, Phil, just sure. for the interest of time, uh, because we did talk about healthcare a little bit, kind of the kick things off. So I'm going to kind of skip over that. But healthcare is going to affect us all to out of every three I, uh, folks are affected with some sort of long-term care issue now. Uh, so yep. you, you cannot avoid that. Let's talk fees and commissions because while that could, you could make the argument like taxes that that's a variable. Uh, it is also still a constant because there is no free anything. You're still going to have to deal with fees and commissions. Yeah. And I mean, to me, that's something you, it's part of the equation, right? right? I mean, the reality is that the only thing that really matters is the performance after fees and commissions. Yep. You know, um, so if you're you're paying for professional management, they should be earning more than what the fee and commission is. You know, whether that's paying an advisor, paying an institutional money manager, um, you're using a mutual fund. You may not think you're paying fees, but there are sometimes significant fees inside a mutual fund. I mean, if you really get to the reality of the internal cost in a mutual fund, if it's an actively managed fund, two, three percent is not uncommon internally inside a mutual fund, you know, so you've got to understand how that affects your scenario. And, you know, don't get, don't take it to the extreme though and get too caught up on it because yeah, you can invest in an index fund, but at the end of the day, you're, there's no one managing an index. So yeah. you're just riding the market. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and again, I think all of these folks, you know, there are things that we know we have to address. They're all constants that are going to uh, hit us all. Inflation, rising taxes, the volatility of the market's going to be there. It's going to be a constant. Healthcare, clearly going to be one. You know, you're going to pay fees and commissions. So if you're one of those folks out there that say, I know for a fact I don't pay anything, you're wrong. Um, you know, there's there's nothing out there that is completely free. I mean, I don't think it even is even free to breathe air. So uh, you want to make sure that you're having a conversation with your advisor about the constants that will or can affect you in retirement and making sure that you're you know maximizing and strategizing to the best of your individual situation and that's where the variables come in and of course if you need some help if you want a second opinion you can always reach out to Phil Putney at AFS Wealth Management 248-888-7530 you can uh, share this podcast with family or friends let them know if they need a second opinion uh, or maybe you don't have a plan at all and uh, you've been turned on to this podcast and you're curious well come in for a consultation and a chat with Phil 248-888-7530 
and uh, and and you'll I think you'll find it quite enlightening. You can also again go to his website afswealthmgt.com. That's afswealthmgt.com and subscribe to our podcast. Of course, check out Phil's website as well, but go to the podcast page and subscribe to this on Apple or Google or Spotify. And, uh, and that way you can uh, check out our past and future episodes. All right, Phil, we're going to finish off uh, staying in the healthcare realm. We started with it with my initial question. Um, so we're going to finish off with an email from Kevin. And uh, Kevin's in Plymouth, and he says, Phil, my employer said they're going to stop matching 401k contributions in a few months because they have to offset the rising health care costs, which we just talked about. Uh, so he says, if I'm not getting the match, should I just stop contributing to the 401k and put the money someplace else? What's your thoughts? Yeah, and that's uh, an unfortunate reality in the healthcare environment we're in today. Those companies that are still offering some kind of health care it's more and more and more expensive. So, you know, 401ks are, are a great vehicle to put money away in. There's some challenges with them. I mean, the, you've, you're limited in selections you have. You know, the most 401ks are going to have just a handful of options that you can invest in. You know, so if you're not getting a match, I would see if there's other alternatives, you know, um, that, that might fit your need better, that you have more control over and better options in first, especially if you're not getting the match maxing out an IRA, although you're going to be limited there, you can only put in, you know, maybe up to 7,000 if you're over 50 today. So, but it's something to really look at what other options you have available first before going to the 401k if you aren't getting a match. So as long as you just understand what the limitations are in that 401k plan. Right, right. And I think that's a very real, uh, as you pointed out, Phil, that's happening more and more because companies are trying to figure out ways to do this. So I imagine more and more people are going to be faced with this similar situation. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's you know only so many dollars to go around. Yeah. And <laughs> you know they're, they're trying to, to maximize benefits to the employee the best they can. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know, folks, again, it all comes back to making sure that, uh, you know, that you've got a plan in place. And that's why we do this little podcast here, Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. And hopefully you found a couple of these uh, useful or informative. And if you did, again, talk with your advisor before you take any action. If you do not have one, talk with Phil Putney. He'll be happy to help you out. He's got uh, almost 30 years of experience. So you can call him at 248-888-7530-248-888-7530. And you can also find him online at AFSWealthMGT.com. Phil, my friend, have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. You too. Absolutely. Thanks, folks, for tuning in. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.